Welcome to Being in Business, the podcast with me, Lou Portis, the podcast for soul-centered female entrepreneurs who want to encourage more ease, balance, flow, and joy into their businesses. Hey, and welcome back to Being in Business, the podcast with me, Lou Portis. How are you doing today? I like to start with that question in my Facebook group and here sometimes because it gives us an opportunity to actually think about how we are. You know, when we say it in our personal lives, how are you? The glib reply is often, yeah, I'm fine. But when I ask it here, it's an opportunity for you to connect inwards and really get honest with yourself. No judgment. How are you? What cues is your body giving you to tell you how you are? And that's really what's at the root of today's podcast topic, which is all around knowing when to stop and how and how to avoid burnout. I want to ask you a question. And it might serve you to pause the podcast when I've asked it and journal a little because your immediate response might be covering up the reality of the situation. And the question comes in two parts. The first is, do you know when to stop? Do you know when to stop? Really think about that. And aligned with that question, because the answer to this is the answer to the question, do you know when to stop, really? Do you listen to your body's cues? And I'm talking about this today because I had a realisation this morning on the yoga mat, having gone back there for the first time in months, I'd stopped listening to my body's cues and if you were in my world this time last year and for most of last year in fact you will have known or heard me say so many times listen to what your body is trying to tell you that to you might might look like your gut feelings or your intuition or your inner knowing but for today's purposes I'm going to refer to it as your body's cues what is it trying to tell you And today, I was reminded of how gentle the body's cues can begin, but also how loud they can get if we keep ignoring them. So there I am. I've decided to go back to yoga and I picked actually a 40 day course. And I'm telling you this here on the podcast as a way of keeping myself accountable, I guess. So I've picked this 40 day course. And I'm lying there, I'm in my 40s. It's been ages since I've done any exercise, really, other than walking. And my body's tight. And it doesn't want to bend the way the yoga teacher is in the YouTube video I'm watching. And it kind of shakes a bit when I have to stretch it in certain ways. And I can feel a pain in my hips. Now, this is 
where we all have a choice. And I realised when I was lying on the yoga mat that just as within almost every other choice we have in life, that choice is between bringing love to the situation or fear to the situation. The fearful voice could have said to me, you need to stop this, it's too hard, you're hurting yourself. Side note, I wasn't, we're not talking about severe pain here, we're talking about it felt uncomfortable to be doing this and nothing more severe than that, just it felt uncomfortable. I could have listened to fear and told myself and believed that it was telling me this because I'm too old. I've let my body go too far and there's no way back. And so, so on and so on. All of this, these negative thought patterns could have been the ones that rose to the top. However, because I have been on the path to personal development and moved in and out of yoga pra- regular yoga practice for over 10 years now that's not what what I found myself thinking I immediately clicked into what is my body trying to tell me what is the lesson here and the lesson for me and why I wanted to do this podcast today is that I had been living in a place of fear for too long and as a consequence of that had disconnected from my body and this discomfort in my hips and when trying to stretch the clicking in my neck and so on was my body's way of saying you've disconnected you've been disconnected let's start the process of reconnecting you and I'm showing you where, where the consequences of that disconnection are with these little cues of pain, minor pain. Again, at pains to point out, we're not talking about agony here, we're talking about discomfort. If it really hurts, yes, you should stop. This is discomfort that I'm talking about. And why is this relevant to business? Well, because... As solopreneurs, we are our business's most important assets. We are our business. And if we are not taking care of ourselves, then it becomes harder and harder for our businesses to thrive. As solopreneurs, we often treat ourselves in a way that we would never have stood for. If we were employees, we would have left by now. Yet we're still here because this is our passion project. This is the thing that we want to do want to do more than anything in the world. And when we really feel passionate about things, it can become easy to abandon ourselves. And I realised today on that yoga mat the extent to which I have been abandoning myself. You'll have heard yourself thinking this. When I have reached X, Y and Z in my business, then I will. And insert a whole list of things that you're telling yourself that you can't do now because you haven't reached this level of success that you believe will mean that you can then go out and do these things. We all do it. But actually what we're doing is we're giving ourselves permission in that moment to abandon ourselves, to abandon our needs, put them on the shelf 
just like we have in motherhood and in so many other areas in our lives as women because that's how we've been taught but when we abandon ourselves it makes everything else so much harder and the great thing about having your own business is that you get to take the lesson you get to shift out of employee mindset which is one where very often autonomy is really difficult to come by even when you're fairly high up the pecking order when people can change the decisions you've made when thinking outside of the box might not always be appreciated you get to leave that employee mindset behind and bring to your business your own personal empowerment and the choice to take the lesson the joy as an entrepreneur can be found in noticing and appreciating what we get to do and I use the word get because that demonstrates the shift from employee mindset to self-employed mindset as an employee there are a, a list of things that we have to do because that is what our contract stipulates that is what our superiors re require us to do when we are working for ourselves we get to do this thing called business in a way that serves us in a way that allows us to acknowledge our body's cues acknowledge our the cues that our mind is sending us and we get to take action and we get to take that action before burnout. We get to take that action before our bodies start screaming so loud that we have no choice but to take notice. We get to do the work, capital T, capital W, on ourselves in our businesses every day and see the benefits that that brings to our businesses and to our clients. So fear says stop, this is too hard for you. Love says listen to your body's cues and allow that to be the place from which you grow. Or another way of putting it, love plus curiosity is growth. And what do I mean by love plus curiosity is growth? growth. Well, I have a four stage process, hasn't got a beautiful name like many do, that helps in this journey towards connecting with ourselves, reconnecting when we've forgotten to do it and taking the lesson, getting to choose, shifting from employee mindset to self-employed mindset and finding the joy in what we get to do and it goes like this number one notice when you are self-employed you always have a choice which means you get to notice when your body is giving you the cues that enough is enough it could be sore eyes it could be a sore neck it could be trouble sitting still, whatever your cue is in your body that you need to take a break. You get to notice that whenever it happens and take that break. And 
that break could be as little as five minutes walking around the block if it helps you to come back to yourself. Number two, the next step is you get to get curious. You get to ask yourself why. So in my example this morning of lying on the yoga mat, why am I feeling discomfort in my lower back and hip area? What is my body trying to tell me? What can I learn from this? What can I learn from this is a great journaling prompt for when things feel tough. Searching for the lesson rather than smothering yourself in the consequences of what isn't working can be life and business changing. I talk about journaling a lot because there is something about letting it out, getting it from your brain, letting it pass through your hand onto that paper and it no longer be swirling around in your brain in a safe place between you and that that private journal that cleanses in a way that nothing else does. So we've noticed the cue, we've got curious and next we have to give ourselves permission to let it go. And this is where the judgment or the lack of judgment piece comes in. Okay, that is how I'm feeling. That is what my body is trying to tell me. And that's okay. And I now, because I am in control of my own time, because I am in control of my everything about me, get to choose to let this feeling go. I get to choose to not carry it forward. I get to choose to move on to the next stage, which is action. And we'll talk about action in a moment, but letting it go can come in so many ways. Ho'oponopono, breath work, more journaling, meditation, talking to somebody about it, just deciding that you're going to let it go and leave it in the past and visualising, leaving it and walking away from it. There are so many ways to let it go. And it all starts with the decision. Acknowledging that you have a choice to do so and then deciding that you are not going to carry that forward with you, that you are going to make a change. And when you make that decision, making that change becomes more comfortable. And the key, as my coach says, is to make where you want to be more comfortable than where you are now. So going back to my example, I am not comfortable in a body that is stagnant. And it shows me exactly where it is stagnant on the yoga mat today. And now I get to decide that I am going to make a change to remove that stagnant feeling from my body and from my life and from my business. And the final step is to take action. And again, because this is your business, you get to choose what that action looks like. Yes, you can take advice from elsewhere. The key thing is that once you have gathered the information that enables you to decide what action you're going to take or perhaps it just becomes clear to you and you don't even need to go on an information gathering expedition 
But if you have gathered lots of information, you get to choose which of it you're going to apply to your business and your life and yourself and which of it doesn't serve you in this moment. And more than that, you get to continually review so that if the, the course of action you decide on isn't working, you can reroute it and still get to your destination. Love plus curiosity equals growth. Have a great day. Before I go, I want to offer you an invitation to join me in the Self-Worth and High Vibes Facebook group, which I'll put a link to in the bio. And I will see you next week with my next guest, who is Tara Chatzakis. And we talked all about manifesting. So don't miss that one. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Being in Business, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe. And I'd love it if you'd also consider leaving a review. They really do make a huge difference. If you'd like to learn more about me, please join me in my free Facebook group, Self-Worth and High Vibes for Female Entrepreneurs, which you'll find in the show notes. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook.